We are live. Welcome back to another Monday Madness. I'm your host, James, and joining me as always is my uh, not so good looking friend, Alan. What's going on? Yeah! Fuck welcome, your welcome. life! Fuck your life! Bing bong! Bing bong! Um, What's up, everybody? Super excited to be here for another Monday. Uh, lots, lots of happenings over the weekend, lots to talk about. You know, Martha's Vineyard is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, it's it's truly amazing to watch. Before we get into that, shout out to our sponsors, Patriot Cigar Company. Go the best to cigars. My Patriot Cigar. Wait, where is it? Hold on. MyPatriotCigars.com. Where is it? Here we go. I'm trying to drag it over to my screen. There we go. MyPatriotCigar.com. Code WPRUSA for 15% off. Pick up the Hellfire, the TNT, the Mark 48, or the Moab. These cigars are amazing. Mine should be here any day now. I cannot fucking wait. I've been looking forward to these for a while now. Uh, so go to MyPatriotCigar.com if you're a cigar smoker. These are definitely a cigar that you're going to truly enjoy. Uh, sample packs are coming soon. Soon, If you want to try one of all, uh, pick up a five-pack or pick up a box. Go to MyPatriotCigar.com. Code WPRUSA for 15 percent off also can't forget kush creams number one topical in the game 21 time cannabis cup award winning the best topical i have ever used pain cream regular lotion face cream shampoos they have it all go to kushcreams.com code wprusa 15 percent off or great 1776 for 15 percent off can't forget serious cbd the number one cbd on the planet go to serious-cbd.com Pick up yours today. Uh, me and Marley Dog use it every day. It's it, That stuff is amazing. And Mikey Pellows, got to love those guys. Join the Mikey Pellow gang at MyPellow.com slash Great1776 or MyPellow.com slash WPRUSA. Get all your Giza sheets, slippers, chunkletas, all your MyPellow needs and my store needs as well. Go pick those, those up today. And lastly, <laughs> the last uh, thing is October 2nd, coming up fast. If you're in the Vegas area, Come hang out and uh, ride out with us on the uh, memorial bike ride for our good friend, fellow patriot, uh, Justin Anders, the host of Cannabis and Combat. As you can see, I got a nice little Cannabis and Combat logo, uh, sign behind me now uh, on the wall. Uh, very excited to have that. It's an honor to represent Cannabis and Combat on, my, on our shows every week. But come and hang out. Uh, we roll out at 420. If you're in the Las Vegas area, you want to fly out. It's definitely going to be an event you don't want to miss. Um, come out October 2nd. Now. That all of that is out of the way. Paying the bills. Paying the bills. You know, you just so we can hold on. We can smoke, we can, we can for your financial support. <laughs> we could smoke cigars and then we can lather ourselves in cush creams. Yep. Then we can take some uh CBD, right? Gummies, yep. and then we can do droppers, whatever we want to do. We got and, options, and then with Mikey Lindell's wonderful pillows, we can lay down and go to sleep or have a pillow fight. We can, we'll we can have lather, a pillow fight lather up in Kush creams, like have jello wrestling, but with Kush creams. Do you know how I know you're gay? But no, have yeah, yeah, because I want to jello wrestle in Kush creams and I'll beat the shit out of your little ass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you good? Uh, <laughs> it's Monday. We're starting out hot, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is what we do over here. We buried we the queen today. Oh, yes. Rest in peace to the queen. Is this on here? Hold on. Did you see that? Did you, did you see this? Uh, yeah. Did you see this, Alan? 
Oh my god. I hope this is how she's spending her time in hell. Oh my god. You're Snelius. Look at her face. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> I can meme sometimes. I can do a meme sometimes. I can you know. But that's what I hope that b bitch is living through for the rest of eternity. Every morning, every night, she just gets a pineapple shoved sp spines first up her fucking ass. Spines first. Yeah, spines first. Has yeah, to spines. yeah. I, I, I'm I'm on the I'm on the side of the royal family is evil globalists, and um, I really, you know, they wasted a week of valuable time for Americans. To uh, I'm sorry, but not for nothing. If you're an American and you're grieving over the Queen, you're an idiot. How many how many followers am I gonna lose for that? Last time I talked shit about the Queen, I lost about fifty, gained about two hundred. I don't care. Unapologetic. I do not care. Do not fucking care. I love the people that were announcing. I'm unfollowing your page. It's not a fucking airport. You don't have to announce your departures and arrivals. I don't care. Those are my favorite people in the world, Alan. Those people that are coming to your page, they think that, that I give a shit that they follow me. Like, I don't fucking like, care. Make no mistake. I love my followers because they're all heavily engaged. Mm -hmm. They're great. They're always, they're always commenting. They're in the live chats. And they're always sharing everything. Like, I, I truly, I, I'm, I hate saying I'm blessed because I'm not really religious. But I'm fortunate that... I have all these people that are, you know, looking at this, looking at me and going, hey, look at this idiot. We're, we're going to we're going to check him out. We're going to follow his page. We're going to watch his show. No, but seriously. And, you know, yeah, we have show sponsors and stuff and it helps keep the lights on. But I always say the most valuable thing you can do is hit share and just share our content and information. That's the most well, valuable thing to me. It's it, the message is so important. Uh, what we're talking about, the the topics that we discuss, we may be all over the place. Sometimes we maybe get a little vulgar and a little wild, especially on our Friday show. Um, but the topic and the the substance of the information is what's important. It doesn't matter if it's coming from us or it comes from any of the other great podcasts or great content creators out there because there's so many. Um, you can check them all out out at Patriot Podcast Network exclusively on Roku TV. Another quick little plug. Um, <laughs> That's right. If you have a Roku device or a Roku compatible smart TV, go over and and download the Patriot Podcast Network. Just search; it'll show up. I think there's like 25 shows on there. There are other shows that I'm waiting to get back to me that I want to get on there. Um, as a yeah, there's 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 a few. We're gonna be adding more shows. So. Yeah, there's, I, a, there's, there's already a ton of great shows on there. Like there's so yes. many like Steaks for Breakfast, Sergeant Samurai, White Rabbit, um, Two Doomed Men, uh, Orange Men Bad. There's so many, so many great shows. Uh, and I'm sure I missed a, a whole bunch. But there's it's a great network. There's great patriots on there uh, that are fighting the good fight. Not everybody's talking about the same thing. Me and Alan, we don't agree on everything. And we do two shows a week. And we go back and forth. So you can get really get a... Yeah different perspectives from everybody i'm always right james is always wrong i mean shut the fuck up yeah, here we go you're a stupid cunt suck my dick and um, oh hold on because i i have i have the boys from these guys are great i think they're um they're 
they have the motor the motocop chronicles podcast right they follow me they actually just i just got them a, a promo code for patriot cigars and i think correct me if i'm wrong i know either one or all of you they're uh they're motorcycle cops in louisiana and it's cool because he does lives like when he's on his bike and like you see his camera the camera's like hooked up to his motorcycle so he's live streaming on youtube while he's on his police bike it's it's wild. He just asked in the chat. I, I you can email me. You you know you have my email, and I'll I'll put the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast on the Patriot Podcast Network. One hundred percent. You're already in. Just email me. We'll set it up. Um. Yeah. Well, it's Monday. Now that we know that the Queen has been buried and she's no longer haunting us on this oh. fucking earth, I don't think they buried her. No, no, she's been dead for a while. I truly believe that she's been, she's been dead for a long, long time. Um, <laughs> she's been dead. She's been in the attic of Buckingham Palace, and Prince Charles has been up there, like putting, you know, newspaper on her on, on her. Well, on her fucking her, those sick fucks. Those sick fucks. <laughs> Prince Charles is good friends with Jimmy Seville and. They hung out all the time, and Prince Andrew's good friends with Jeffrey Epstein, like flocks of a bird. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it, same thing we talk about Justin Trudeau. It's the same thing. He, uh, six of his friends have been arrested and sentenced for pedophilia and convicted. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a product of your five closest friends. And this is something that we see all the time. And you want to say that they're not sick and evil, twisted people? Did you see, um, Joey Bag of Donuts on 60, 60 Minutes. Have you seen this yet, Alan? Uh, I yeah, I saw some of it. Yeah, he. Well, I actually wanted to. I wanted to get into that a little bit. So let's get into it because because I have here, according to him, Mr. President, first Detroit Auto Show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work. It's on over. It. I think uh, he didn't mean to say that. The pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I'd agree with you, but there's no way 60 Minutes is airing it if he wasn't supposed to say it. Yeah. You know how these people operate. So right. who is supposed to say that? I just don't know. Well, if, if that was it, if the COVID if if COVID is over, then you don't need you don't need the executive order for emergency powers anymore. Well, no, they they they, they just they just announced about the jab that uh, it's no longer uh, they're going to start FDA sending the 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 jabs through the FDA the proper channels for proper testing, and they're no longer using the emergency use authorization. They're stopping that immediately. Um, which is which is very interesting. It's very very interesting. And then you have my. This is my favorite. This is my favorite part of the interview. And I wanted I wanted to talk about him saying the pandemic is over as much as we've known for ever that it's been over, and we never really thought there was a pandemic to begin with. Um, it's really hilarious to see him say it. So now all the sheep that still pay attention to what this clown says can be like, oh yeah, it's over. So now anybody says, oh, COVID's here. Uh, you can send them that 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 video clip and be right. like, hey, yeah. no, according to the president of the United States, who you guys listen to, you know, these these crazy people. Um, Is that the same car show that he was like drooling over the gas powered Corvette? 
I'm not sure. I wouldn't be like, surprised. It's the yeah. Detroit Motor Show. I wouldn't be surprised. But he was asked by the guy doing the interview in 60 Minutes about his mental state. And I thought, the did you see this, Alan? This is quite possibly one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Because you, we all know his cognitive function is not all there. We all know the guy is losing it. And <laughs> his answer just further shows this. So this is what Joey Bag of Donuts answers. Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think about the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then, you know, that's one thing. It's another thing of just watching and, you know, keep my schedule. Oh, keep do what schedule. I'm doing. I, I think that, uh, Nap time. you know, uh, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, how, how old are you? What are you, what are you saying? You know, <laughs> what? It's, it's a matter of. Wait, wait. So this guy is talking to our NATO allies and he's like, oh, these guys must be wondering how young I am because I'm just, I'm, I'm commanding all of them. Joe Biden, you wondering if you shit your own bowel movements. He's not even commanding his own bowel movements, let alone, let alone his, the NATO allies that are all pieces of shit and robbed America blind for years. He falls asleep at every summit there is. Shit wins are coming. (sighs) So it gets even better, Alan. It gets even better. Ready? You know, that old expression, the proof of the pudding's in the eating. I mean. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. He asked a question about his cognitive function. And this is his response. That proof is in the pudding is, is in, in the, the eating. eating. Isn't it the proof is in the pudding? That's it. That's it. You should have ended it there. That the proof the proof of the pudding Holy is in shit. the eating. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. What does I, that I, mean? Because he, pro- he probably eats a lot of pudding with his fucking de- demented brain. Can't can't put down solids anymore. The a lot of pudding eating for this guy. The pudding is in the eating. What yeah. does the eating of the pudding have to do with the proof? Wow. I'm running it back. Watch and, and you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, how, how old are you? What are you, what are you saying? You know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the pudding's in the eating. I mean, I, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old and, but I think it no relates shit. to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? Well, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. What What the fuck did he say? And what was he attempting to say? Alan? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you, you, you never know. I count the years and as many years as a fly. And I could do things that I did before that I could do now. And doesn't matter my, like, what? 
is going on? Like that that question, Alan, was about his his mental acuity. I know. Uh, and you know, I'd hate to say it because I just went on the Google machine, and there actually is a phrase: "The proof of the pudding is in the even is in the eating." It actually exists. It's the real value of something can be judged only from practical experience or results, and not from appearance or theory. It's a proverb. It um, okay. it, it back okay. in the 1600s. So so that just further dates how old this fucking clown is. Second, well, remember uh, he was in the Senate for what 175 years. I think he said something like forever, that. forever. But like the 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 very end of this conversation, the focus is. Oh, it's focused. It's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's I, I haven't look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean it's just what? not uh uh what? I haven't observed anything in terms of there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. His what? brain is pudding. What did he try to say? Like, what was his goal in, in, in that sentence? Like, I can't even, I can't even like jumble words together to finish it and make sense of that because it was so all over the place. And I have no fucking idea what this guy is trying to say. I mean, there has to be a group of people that are like on in his administration at this point. Like, there's gotta, be, there's gotta be a group of people that, that watch this and were like, we can't let this air. We cannot let this air air yeah but they let it air every time i mean every time it's something different the guy can't do an interview a press conference a speech anything without just becoming a, a, a moron like just speaking like an idiot it's, it's sad it's embarrassing and and i i have no love loss for joey bag of donuts that kid sniffing piece of shit but how can anybody watch that and be like yeah that guy's doing a great job. He's a strong leader. He's it's it's crazy because it's like uh, that that there are actually people that do yeah. think he's doing a good job. That he is this uniter. That like uh, they'll they'll use the typical talking points like gas is gas prices are plummeting now and unemployment is at an all an all time low because they're deceived by the lying charts and graphs. When no 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 they didn't you didn't. He didn't create new jobs. People went back to work after the scandemic, after governments closed down and destroyed businesses. Like those aren't new jobs. And not, not just that, not just that gas is plummeting because you're artificially making it stay low because you're using our reserves that Donald Trump topped off. And as soon as the midterms are over, as soon as those midterms are over, I take it to the bank. Now gas is going to hit numbers that we have never thought possible oh i there think we're go. gonna get yeah we're gonna get hit with a hammer after the midterms they're gonna be like all right fuck them now hammer no, I guess it's, not just that not just not, not just fuck them now it's also because i truly believe i mean we cannot take this lightly and just oh we have enough people i don't need to go out and vote we have to get out and vote but i truly believe we're, we're going to overwhelm them i truly believe that the october decision with the supreme court that we talk about every single week is going to make a big difference i think it's going to be very very difficult for them to 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 use all of the pieces of ammo that they used in the 2020 election in this 2022 midterm and then factoring all the people that we now have on our voter base um that are i hope so i just let's just say let's just say i know alan you're 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 a negative nancy you're no i'm not no it's not it's not being negative it's being fucking realistic that people not can't be cocky 
No, we can't. No, absolutely. I, I but there are still people that have this fucking attitude that they are like. But it, do you it, ask it, those people? Do you ask those people that are cocky? Are you still going to go out and vote? And if they're cocky and they still go out and vote, then let them be cocky. As long as they're still going out to vote and they're still going out to do their civil duty, it doesn't matter how they feel as long as they do what they, they say they're going to do. And I they don't so. let that cockiness take, ah, you know what, there, there, there's more than enough. I don't need to go. We have to learn from our mistakes Never and we have enough. to know that they're going to use every thing that they possibly can to rig it and i think we're seeing that the over the liz cheney lost by like 60 70 points it, it, it's not even close and i i really think and that's in a primary which republicans normally don't even show up for so it gives me a lot of hope so let's just say let's just say we win in 2022 we win big let's just say okay what do you think they're going to retaliate with? They're going to hit us with these high gas prices, and they're going to blame it on the Republican majority. I mean, oh, the Republicans got in. They took over. And that's exactly <laughs> what they're going to do. It's a fail-safe for them. I guarantee that's what the media headlines are going to be. Oh, the Republicans got in, and they immediately started skyrocketing oil prices and this, that, or the other. Yeah. That's what they're planning to do because I think they see the writing on the wall as well. I really do. Thank, thank you, Alan. We have another Alan, Alan Getcher. Said, Peter, hashtag Peter Hitler, great show. How did he spell his name? Hitler? Uh, A L L A N. Oh, you're spelling it wrong, man. Drop the L A L A N. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. How dare you? Oh, uh, but I think that's going to be something that they're going to use. It's a talking point that they're going to use post 2022 midterms, and they're going to immediately blame it on the Republican majority and the Republicans that have taken. Uh, it may, it makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know what else? You know what else I think? What else do you think, Alan? I was having a conversation. Uh, uh, how gay? Yeah. Besides that, um, <laughs> Roe v. Wade. Yeah. I believe the Democrats are actually extremely happy that Roe v. Wade was struck down because of the amount of, of fundraising that they've been doing because of it. Oh, yeah. So, again, Alan, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I then immediately start questioning the fundraising because we know that they funnel money, that dark money that's not supposed to go to these campaigns. Like, for example, perfect, perfect example. During the, the George Floyd riots, and they had everybody donate money to Act Blue. Mm -hmm. They emotionally got everybody donating money to the company yeah. Act Blue. And you look at Act, Act Blue and where that money is going to is went to Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, Absolutely. the Democratic Party. So, so they, they take a lot of this money that is not supposed – and they use these emotional things to attach people. So they probably had what they did. I guarantee this is what they did, and I, I would love to look a little deeper into this. But they probably had funds to help fight against Roe v. Wade that was yeah. – under the Roe v. Wade fight, but it got funneled to the Democrat Party. Well, and no, 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 no. The, the, what I mean is, and yes, yes, but also because the Republicans do it too. Oh, I'm not – of course. But, of course. I, so, so what I mean is uh, let's just take uh, – I don't know. Pick a Democrat, any Democrat, whatever. Democrat shithead. Jerry Nadler. I shit my Sn pants Nadler. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty sends, sends text messages – to phones saying the Republicans are attacking the rights of women. 
the mm-hmm. Republicans are blah, blah, blah. The yep, Roe yep, v. Yep. Wade, women's rights, women's health care, right yep. to choose, all of this stuff. Please mm-hmm. consider donating uh, $10 today to keep Jerry Nadler in the fight. Now, that is a huge, huge, huge fundraising opportunity for Democrats, just like Without a doubt. The, when I get it on. So when when the, the when the Mar-a-Lago raid happened, oh, I got a bunch I was of getting, I was getting text messages from uh, from from uh, the uh, the one pack that he's attached to. I was getting text messages from Ron DeSantis, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Andy Biggs, all of them, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and my phone lights up all day every day with these campaign things and um all the same stuff it's hey the fbi raided mar-a-lago the fbi is weaponized donate i think even 17 dollars and 76 cents donate 13.50 donate this one i have until i get them all the time right and 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 the other one um there, you know, yeah, it's the same thing, like you know, with the with the with the gun, the the uh, the firearms clubs. Hey, they coming after our Second Amendment, and I get it because let's face it, I'm not now people. I me saying this is I'm not saying it's a bad thing because you're not winning elections without money. Now you can try to run a campaign and grassroots fundraise, not take money from certain people, and and, and grassroots is very difficult. And if you are raising a decent amount of money, well, then you have to spend that money the right way. Like there are there are candidates that I thought should have won. Like uh, was it uh, Laura Loomer in Florida? She I believe raised a eight hundred thousand dollars in her campaign. She didn't spend it right. She didn't spend any money on voter contact media. Okay, uh, it's just money. You need the money, mm-hmm. but again. Yeah, and yeah, you're gonna fundraise on the issues. You're gonna fundraise on the issues, but the, in this case with Roe v. Wade, how they'll turn around and they'll say, "Oh my God, this is horrible. This is an attack on women," but then they see this as a big opportunity to fundraise, a huge opportunity to fundraise. Well, look at Gavin McGinnis. He just got caught doing this. Owen ben- Owen Benjamin called him out. He got caught staging an FBI raid so he can get people to buy whatever he was oh thrifting. yeah that's right that's right um uh he was the he's the founder of the oath keepers right he's yeah he he also uh helped start vice and uh he's 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 got a, a detailed resume for sure right um, and he's i i remember seeing that and he, he he made it look like the fbi was showing up and then those those text messages yeah. leaked mm-hmm. and it, it was all it was a scam right yeah. nobody raided him no, it was all it was all to all to get people to buy whatever he was grifting. Um and Owen Benjamin called them out, um, which was hilarious. It was great to watch unfold. Right. It, was, it was hysterical. Um he was releasing the text message and, and Gavin McGinnis got really butthurt about it. This is something that people do. And unfortunately, with what's going on in the climate of today's political world, it, it, it immediately makes you skeptical. Like you hear my you know, all these people getting raided and you're and all of a sudden they're like, Hey, buy this, buy that. Like no, not, not saying that this is this is what Mike Lindell did, but when you see that, you have to question, like, hey, is Mike Lindell just trying to sell us some pillows? Um, you know, because well, all but 
that, well, I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that's what he did. I'm just I'm just okay. saying that question now arises because some piece of shit people ruin it for the people. It's just like the people that say racism and scream this, that, and the other, and, and it because racism exists, but not on the scale it does. And when people scream racism, it makes the real racists get. It helps the real racists get off. Oh. And it, oh, who was it? The Daily Beast, and you know the the the, the leftist rag that they are. Mike Lindell was at the reawaken tour in Washington state that they just, they just had on the Washington, uh, Idaho border. And, um, they had a picture of Mike Lindell sitting in like the stands, uh, on, on his phone. And they actually did a thing out. Uh, they put an article out that says Mike Lindell claimed he got his phone taken by the FBI while he's sitting on his phone. That's how moronic they are. They're so moronic. Like, are you number one? I know for a fact that people who had their doors knocked on by the FBI who were Trump allies, they all have two or three phones and they took, they were asking for their work phones. You're telling me Mike Lindell doesn't have two phones. You know, I have, I have, I have three. So, you know, it's, it's so ridiculous. Like he, he, Mike Lindell did a live the day, I think it was that same day or the day after that he got his phone taken, the, the FBI work. Um, and Mike doesn't need to stage an FBI phone seizure to sell no. pillows. Okay. No, no, he doesn't at all. And that's why I started the conversation with, I'm not saying this yeah, is what yeah. Mike Lindell did, but because of what people like Gavin McGinnis is doing, it makes it, 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 it makes it more difficult for Mike Lindell who actually went through it to fundraise without people raising eyebrows and be like, you know what? He could be faking it. I'm not going to, I would normally donate, but because of what Gavin McGinnis did, I'm not going to donate because people are probably faking it to sell some things. And it's unfortunate uh, because there, it's, it, it goes across both parties. It's not just the Democrats that stage things and use emotion to sell things. There's a lot of right, grifters right. And, and shills in the conservative movement that will use an emotional type thing, just the, the two A people, all of them. They maybe, all maybe, maybe I need to hire six guys dressed in black to kick in my door so I can sell more cigars. Maybe I need to do that. Yeah, dude, let's SWAT. I'm gonna call the SWAT team. Give me your address. I'll call the SWAT team anonymously, and I'm gonna have you swatted live on air, and then we can sell you a fuck ton of cigars. Right. Like, feel bad for me. They broke the hinges on my door. Buy more cigars, please. Well, uh, please. apparently there, there's there's rumor there's rumors circulating there's rumors circulating through Owen Benjamin that Tim Tim Pool was doing it as well. Um, he was continuing it because he would he would he would leave his live on. And people would just donate as he's getting swatted and just donate. And he'd raise you know, tens of thousands of dollars through donations while he's getting swatted. Yeah, but he didn't uh, swat himself. So, I mean, you know. It's it's very possible that he started doing it after because he – bro, he got swatted so many fucking times. Like, yeah. Ridiculous. It was just ridiculous to the point where like the SWAT team should have been like, oh, here comes another call for Tim Pool's house. Like – Let's just go knock on the door and be like, hey, you were swatted again. Uh, we have to come by by law to let you know, but we're not going to go through the whole rigmarole of bringing the whole SWAT team here. You know, um, yeah. it, 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 it gets a little fishy. And then you have people like Gavin McGinnis, who, who Tim Poole is uh, sort of friendly with, do what he did. It it, it shines a spotlight um, and it makes you think who the who's who's actually uh, taking advantage of a shitty situation and who's actually going through it. And uh you know, everybody. Oh, this one has a grift. This one has a grift. Listen, everyone has a grift. Every no, 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 no matter what. 
I, no I, matter I, what it is, it, it's. But now it's just a matter of, of of how. Don't don't lie to people and manipulate people. Like if you're doing. if you're that's selling if you're selling a product, and you want people to buy it in your advertising, that's fine. That's what advertising's for. That's what media is for. That's what like shows like this. If, you know, they do it. Whatever it might be. I, I, I thousand percent get it because this is what we do for a living. Like this right. is well, this is what I do for a living. This is what you do for a hobby. Um, <laughs> but uh, so like, but hold on on that on that. But wait a minute. It has become a tool for me because all right, like um, yeah. My my pillow is a sponsor of my show. Whatever, I don't. I we, we don't get rich off of promo codes and stuff like that. But I I I, I have other businesses that has nothing to do with what I do as far as podcasting. So when I was starting the cigar company, and we we're like, oh well, listen, I can now use the podcasting world to promote my business. Mm-hmm. The, T, the 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 Patriot Podcast Network to promote my business. Yeah, that's yeah, called cool. being an entrepreneur. That's called capitalism. That's called, you know, uh, making money and 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 working hard. Um, speaking of, and <laughs> I, I'm gonna so uh, here's here's I know I didn't I haven't talked about it publicly, but here, here's a here's a good grift. So with. Alan's giving reach arounds every weekend, every Sunday. That's his yes. grift. Yes, down at the racetrack, the third glory hole is me. Yep, I have the uh, the pink duct tape around it. Um, that air in there, I had to get you. Yeah. So, with the you know affiliate marketing, like a lot of these companies do. Hey, you have a promo code. You somebody uses your promo code. You're paying. You're you're paying a referral as the business for the promo code, right? Yes. Whatever it might be. So now I I I'm start the cigar business and I'm out here trying to look for influencers and I've, I think I'm close to a hundred of them now who have promo codes and things like that and I, and I have some bigger names like uh, Judge Napolitano, George Papadopoulos, Roger Stone and there's a few more right. So I reach out because I know and I reached out to them because I think your microphone's like super duper because I can hear myself through your headphones again. It, it's it's wild. Well, that, oh, probably when I go like this, you yeah, can. Have hear a back it. the fuck up from your microphone. Well, I was trying, when I reached to go hit a button, I got to reach. So it's like, it's fucked. You, you, you're like a, a fourteen year old with Aspergers, um, Aspergers, not as. So I reach out to Sebastian Gorka, who. Oh yeah, this fucking cuck. For those of you, no, I, I'm not gonna call him a piece of shit. I, I'm not, no, just, just. I, I will because of his stance in, 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 uh, in 2000 mules. I called all of those cucks yeah, out. When they did 2000 there's a lot mules. of it. All right, so. All of them. Yes. All right, so I reach out to him, knowing he's a he's a big cigar guy like me, and I said, uh, "Hey, Doctor Gorka, and for those of you that don't know him, he was special assistant to the president. He worked in the Department of Defense for Donald Trump." So, uh, you know, big Trump ally has a show on Newsmax, has his other show on Salem Radio, whatever. Big influencer on Instagram. He's everywhere. Isn't he from England? Uh, I think Australia, actually. I think he might be an Australian accent. So anyway, I said, hey, hey, Dr. Gorka, you know, uh, I know you're into cigars. I'd like to send you some to see how you like them, you know, and uh, also see if you're interested in being a brand ambassador on the affiliate program. And here are some other big names, right? I did it. I, I got his email and sent it to him. Literally 20 minutes later, 
I all I asked him if he wanted to be a brand ambassador and have a promo code, get free cigars to, to try them. That that was all that was the email. 20 minutes later, I get an email back from him saying the <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. He said the cost of an Instagram post is five thousand dollars seeing how I have 400,000 followers. I'm CCing my wife, I think her name is Kate, on this email because she handles my social media. Okay. So this is another grift. And I did not ask him about posting my cigars on his Instagram with his 400,000 followers. It's not what I asked him. I asked him if he wanted a promo code that he would end yes, up promoting. And he wanted up, free cigars. And if free cigars to try free cigars. them. Right. Hey, you want to try? I'll send you free cigars right. like Rudy, yep. Judge Napolitano, yep. like yep. Roger Stone. All people that you probably are very familiar with are love my cigars. And I, right. I'm, I'm offering you as a nice gesture because I, I'm, I, I appreciate what you do. Hey, try my cigars. And mm -hmm. if you like them, maybe you want to be an ambassador. If you don't, yeah. tell me to fuck off. I don't care. I, I just want to send you some free shit. That's really all you're doing. So I didn't respond to it. And uh, I mentioned it to a couple couple other people and the you know with bigger names and uh, i said this is what i got this is the response and a, a couple of them like oh he's like he, he's a hardcore grifter <clears throat> so there are big influencers out there with tremendous instagram followings or social media followings that if you have a business and you go to them and say hey do you think you could post about my product or my this or my that and typically they'll turn they'll turn around and they'll say yeah I'll post it and it, they'll charge you to post it like DC Drano does it um, the, the oh just like Fortiato Blow was like five grand to wrap your truck wrap his truck yeah, yeah. I'll get into that. that's right I forgot about that it was his trailer I think it was I think it was I think it was three thousand actually I remember the stories that you tell me Alan about these guys that are just fucking like well it's ridiculous like I, I like. I, I I don't get it. I really don't because what we said at the beginning of the show about sharing our information about how the message is, is more important than who it's coming from. Right. I, I, I'd be more into sharing the message than making the money as right. much as I could use the money as, as much. He's, he's probably way better off than I am. Like even if I had, if I had a million followers on Instagram or a million, whatever it was. And I could help other patriots in their businesses or, or for what, whatever it is. I would just do it. I, I could not say I'm going to charge you three and $5,000 for an Instagram post. I'm all about showing love, especially when it's like, it has to be something that I, I, I will get behind and I will support. Like, I won't just like, if, if I don't agree with what you're doing, like I of won't, course. won't share it or post it. But like, if it's something that, that, I, that, stands with our values and, and goes with what I am all about supporting other people. Like anytime someone shares a show or does something, I try to make a point to share it. Like Alan, you do it as well. Stakes Roan does it as well. Yeah. White Catalyst. Like it, it, it's, it's just something that I'd much rather do for free than charge anybody for any, even a dollar to do. And it's, it, the message is so much more important than making, making money. And when, 
when that happens, you have to, again, you have to start questioning these people, like what their true motives are. Do they really give a shit about this country? Remember, 2000 Mules, Sebastian Gorka, I would never forget. He changed his tune, and he in the, in the post uh, watching all this stuff, he said, I'm going to work night and day until this is rectified, he said. Like, I'm not going to yeah. say. What has Sebastian Gorka done for election integrity since he's seen absolutely jack shit? I mean, I, he's out I, here I, charging five thousand dollars for an Instagram post. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> you Australian piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. I don't yeah. care. I really don't fucking care. Oh, well, he might not be a guest on your show. I don't want him. I don't want him as a guest because if he comes on my show, I'm going to pull a Justin and I'm going to fucking grill him. And I'm going to start asking him questions about his true motives and who he really is and not about this fucking bullshit. Oh, oh he, we got Sebastian Gorka on. We got a big name on the show. No. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, we're out here trying to fight for the republic. We're, we're putting out all this content virtually for free. Virtually yeah. free. We're not making much money at all, if any. Our content and, is free. Yeah, no. I, well, yeah, the content is free, but like, as far as the sponsorships and ads, oh, and yeah. things like, that, like, it's not like we're we're making like I can make a living off of this. It's very difficult, right? And I'm working yeah. very hard to do so, but I'm not do. I'm not taking that route. I'm not like I, I don't. I'm not going the route where hey, I, I'll charge you to post on my on my story or on my thing. Like I'm right. not. I'm not going to do that. If it's a sponsor and a product, then then then, then we're we're talking something different. Um, right. if it's uh promo, like I'm always welcome to, to, to do things like that and help and support other businesses, especially American made and American owned businesses. Um, that's something that's really important, uh, especially now more than ever because of what's going on to our economy and what they're doing to the middle class and what, what they're doing to, uh, small business owners because small business owners are getting annihilated right now and the only way that they're going to survive is if we the people support them instead of going to amazon instead of going to walmart instead of going to all these big box stores go to the the local hardware store go to the local grocery you know the the, the local mart do what you can to support small business and uh it's it's very 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 important this guy's out here charging five thousand dollars for get fucked Get for the, like I really don't care, dude. I really don't. That's what he said. That's what he said. Five uh, five thousand dollars. Like, are you if, if that was your way of saying that you don't do promo codes, because a lot of a lot of them are not interested in promo codes too. Sometimes if they have shows or whatever, they're just in, interested in say monthly sponsorships. None of that. I'm not really interested in promo codes either, Alan. I'm really not. Like I, I'm right, really, right. I'm really, I'm really over the promo codes. I, yep. I, I really am. We've had some great sponsors, paying sponsors, yes. on the show. We lost them because of our shadow ban, and we have our, our reach is so is so bad, and it's it's affecting our pockets to the point where it's affecting our pockets. Um, we've had paid paid sponsorships, um, but most of them are promo codes, and and I'm done with the promo codes because of how large our audience is, and I don't want to disrespect our audience by just putting promo codes in their face i'd rather give them a product that hey this is what i i all the promo codes that we have i use like all of them I, yeah, I use yeah. all of them i wouldn't promote something if i didn't use it even our sponsors i wouldn't promote something if i didn't use it but um it's just i can only put so many promo codes on on one show i have there's so many promo codes that we're not using like the mm, grills guys the mmm dash yeah, usa yeah. like there's so many other and that's a great great product i love that yeah, product. Yeah. Oh, you rotate them or you can ro you know rotate you them or whatever you, you rotate them but it's it's still um you know i don't want to i like to uh, roan gave me this technique actually from steaks for breakfast because he's still they're still on spotify with all the great mm -hmm. work they do which is unbelievable to me i got lasted two weeks literally two weeks and he accredits to the fact that 
he ran ads like his the beginning of his show is like music and ads mm-hmm. and he's the 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 ai just hears ads and, and then they turn it off after 30 seconds or whatever right. and, and it's still running ads so they just ignore it and they're like oh, this is not bad cool we're good well mean, meanwhile me and you we're coming out blasting at the hip and we're <laughs> <laughs> we're going off the rails immediately but still uh, I'm like, I, 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 the queen I, I, is dead the queen is dead <laughs> the queen is dead <laughs> ding dong that's amazing Let, so, hey, well, you want to tell uh, what's i don't think did you and i have a conversation on martha's vineyard at all or no we we oh. briefly touched on it we briefly touched on yeah. martha's vineyard, but it's it's the the gift that keeps on giving that we because it was happening at, it was like well monday was like the day it was happening the very next day they're All already right. shipping them out they're already shipping them like out four, it was 44 hours i believe yeah, I think it, it was something like that. Like less than 24 hours, they ha- they were already starting putting them on buses. The military came in. The president made a speech about it. All for fucking 55 people. 55 migrants died in a semi truck, an 18 wheeler. They don't care about no, that. No one bats an eyelash. No one, no one bats an eyelash. But yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even the far left liberals and media pundits are starting to see and call out the hypocrisy and 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 make fun of the Democrats. You know who Charlemagne the God is, you old fuck? No. See, I didn't think so. He's on a, a radio show in the morning, The Breakfast Club on uh, Power 105. Yes, I know who he is. Okay, yeah, he's okay. the one who asked Kamala Harris who was in, who was really in charge and shit like that. Yeah, I know who he is. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah. Listen to what he says. For months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C., and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours, Okay. Well, just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two plane folds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. (laughs) I wish that governors like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott would give Democratic governors and mayors more of a heads up because then that would expose the hypocrisy of the Democrats, which is they don't want immigrants here either. No, they don't. Yeah. They, they want them to go to places that doesn't affect their everyday life. That doesn't, they don't see them. They don't, they don't, they don't see them coming up. Uh, they, they don't interact with their children. They don't want that. And they saw 50 people come in 50. How many thou, tens of thousands are pouring into Florida, Arizona, Texas, and then being shipped all over the country. Tens of thousands, probably, 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 probably hundreds of thousands and millions all over the country. Ron DeSantis sends two planefuls, 50 people. And 50 I, saw people. This, I saw this meme video the other day. Did you ever see the movie Jaws? Yeah, I actually – I I know you got a lot of problems. I posted that. Oh, you did? I, I saw it today. I've got some cats parking in front of the house. I can't wait to it's amazing it's funny because i i think i think those beach scenes from the movie were actually filmed on martha's vineyard i believe were they really? I, I think it was based on a New Jersey are. shark. It was based on a New Jersey shark. Yeah, I think I think it was so. a bull shark so, action. 
I posted that. I think I posted that yesterday. Or I think yesterday I, I might have posted that on my Facebook page. It's got like over 40,000 views. Dude, I, I saw that this afternoon. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. This is great. Like, th this is why I said at the beginning of the show Martha's Vineyard is the gift that keeps on giving. Like, the memes have been absolutely amazing. And what's Absolutely. great was is they were claiming a housing crisis and they are literally tons of empty summer rentals there and just homes just sitting vacant. Was it you and that we talked about the fact that they're eating each other alive in their Facebook group? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. On, so the beach houses, why aren't you letting them stay at your no. house, Susan? Like yeah. Literally, the Karens on Martha's Vineyard were eating each other up on like the Facebook group pages, going, "Well, you have two summer rentals, and no one's renting them." Like, diming them out publicly on the page, like, "Your houses are empty." Oh, and your house is empty. Why is nobody stepping up and housing yeah, these? Members, Barry Satoro, can you please uh, let people in? Big Mike, Big Mike. I gotta <laughs> say, I, I said this earlier. I said this earlier, but Big Mike is not aging well. Not aging well. Hold on. I, ha I I don't really. I try not to. I try not to look at him that much. Not big aging Mike. well. At they all. Got, they got their big their, their big mansion on on. Martha's Vineyard. They stayed quiet, right? I I haven't heard a peep out of them in reference yeah. to Martha's Vineyard. Have they made any statements? They built the cage. He's the one who built the cages that everybody's like. The, the Democrats no. are starting to figure that out. The Democrats are starting to figure out. Uh no, but I, I get that. But did they say anything about this Martha's Vineyard debacle? Did, I, I don't. I didn't see anything on it. I, I don't think so. I don't <clears throat> think that they said a damn thing about. Someone it. was attacking me over on on my Facebook page this weekend and said that it made no sense at all. This guy was a complete moron. On his profile picture, he actually says, "I have a fat wife." Like I, I couldn't even get this guy, but he said, uh, "Yeah." He said Barack Obama's Barack Obama was the best president ever. I would rather pay for these migrants than Republicans on their welfare ass. And I'm like, it's funny. I don't know many Republicans on welfare. Most well, I, I, you got you got to be fair. I you, you go down to like down south. There's a lot of really poor white people down That's south. That's probably what he was talking about. Probably what he's referencing. <clears throat> you have to you have to think about it and. Uh, thinking about those people that are like Confederate flag and they have nothing. And there's, there's people up in, in North that are like that as well. There's people all over the place. Um, I'm not, I don't want to say segregate the South to say that they're the only place that has poor. Oh no, 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 no. Um, at all. No. Um, it's all over the place, but um, <clears throat> I really think that uh, they have a very big misconception. I and mean, you look at, I actually, it's so funny that you, that this gets brought up because I was watching a video by Patrick Bet David. Oh when yeah, he, I can't, I can't stand him. I'm a big fan. I love him. Love him. Uh, I think he's the biggest, one of the biggest fucking grifters of all time. And uh, no, I, I really like his interviews. Like he really, he does a good job, Brett. Because I'm a big fan of Mob Lore, and he brings Michael Francis on, and Sammy the Bull Gravano, and he brings on like a lot of really good interviews he has the hodge twins coming on today um, yeah, he just did the thing with jordan peterson the live the live interview yeah he does he does really 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 good uh roger stone was just on his show uh, not too long ago maybe a couple months ago so um 
he's he's yeah roger stone was on his show yes mm-hmm. yes uh, so i'm a big fan of of him and he put out this video about he's like yo detroit in the 50s was the richest city in the world car the manufacturing 50s, man the richest city in the world yeah. in the 50s and that now was the fucking boom boom now, of the car manufacturing now it's now it's completely completely decimated I have so, a friend that's oh really quick. I have a friend that's a real estate developer, and and he goes. I, I don't know if he how I mean, he's gone a few times. I don't know if he keeps doing it. He's bought entire blocks of houses in Detroit, and have fixed them up, and either made them as a government subsidized housing, you know, rent as rentals, or I think some of them he, he sold and stuff like that. But literally, you can go there and buy. They'll sell them in like a an entire lot of, of a whole block of houses mm-hmm. you could just go and buy if 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 democrat multi-millionaires or democrat billionaires cared so much about the revitalization of communities of uh homeless or or things like that um even even I'll even put Republican millionaires either. Why aren't they going to Detroit and pulling their money together and buying all these houses on residential streets? Why don't they use Detroit as a shining example of shipping jobs and, and industries out of cities and what it does to American people and cities? Because Detroit was the richest city in the world. Like people are alive today that were alive when Detroit was the richest city in the world. Not many, There's, but there's still people alive. Like my mother was born in 58. It was the car hub of the country, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's really sad to see um, what's going on. And, they're, you know, Baltimore, uh, this, like the show The Wire, one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm. Um, you see Baltimore. This is, you know, almost 20 years ago when The Wire, 2002, and, and it, it's worse. The crime crime is unbelievable. Yeah, it's worse now, and it's it's been run by Democrats forever. Even in the show, you see the new. They're all Democrat. They're like the new Democrat leader, the new Democrat sh- captain. Uh, it was it was ridiculous. Um, so, Alan, I have a request in the show, and they actually sent a little donation. So, uh, shout out to Alan, uh, your good friend who spells with two L. He sent us a little a little donation on the show and asked us to talk about the upcoming civil war. And uh, well, if you, wanna... Kathy, if you if if what would Kathy Griffin say? If you vote, yep, Democrat, you don't want a civil war. If you if you vote Republican, you want a civil war. I I don't want a civil war, but no, we don't want a civil war. This is not something that we want, and this is something that the media is pushing heavily. This is something that uh, the the left is leaning on, and the narrative is pushing that way. And anybody that's coming out and saying that we want civil war immediately uh, run away from them because that's not what we want at all. We want to do this the peaceful way. And I think it, 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 it's happening. There's so much to look forward to. Uh, Dan Shanko literally came out and confirmed that he's been paid by the FBI for, for years, years. Yeah. years. So, uh, you know, there's, 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 there's a lot going on with this and uh, there's a lot going on to look forward to coming up in the future. 
I think with the red wave and we get people with subpoena power, we can start to make some moves. And Donald Trump is leaving us lots and lots of clues. If you if you follow Q like I do, I know, Alan, you're not an avid Q follower, but he's literally taunting us with those those songs that are written by Richard Feelgood. Like it's some random fucking guy. Like it's not like a song that like people are just you have to dig for that. You have to literally like dig for that kind of music. And you're not just finding that by accident. I'm sorry, you're not. And he's taunting us with it. And then as soon as he does that speech with that song going and just rallies, he immediately he immediately plays the song, uh, "Hold on, I'm coming. Hold mm-hmm. on, I'm coming." Every single time, he's taunting us. He's taunting so, us. So the, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was saying finish, finish your thought because I want to go back to this this narrative of the Civil War. So, so that's what I'm that's what I'm circling back to. I'm bringing it back to it. So. I don't think yeah, Jen Psaki style. I don't think there's there's going to be a civil war. I think the left that's their last hope. That's the last thing that they have left. It's the only option for them to survive because uh, they desperately need to hold on control and they want us divided and they want us hating each other. But you actually go out into real life into the real world, the division is not there. You talk to regular people. It's it, it, I get more compliments about the, the the Patriot gear that I wear than I do. I get bad hate. Uh, it's it, people agree are feeling the same thing that we're all feeling. This country is hurting, and uh, we're we're uniting. I truly believe it. I don't think the division tactics are working like they used to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agreed. And I got it. So look, look at this perspective. And I know, I know, I know. Oh, some people aren't gonna aren't gonna agree. Civil War right now today. I believe is a buzzword used by both sides. The Democrats, I believe, use the term civil war in pushing the narrative of look at these evil Republicans, these evil MAGA Republicans, these evil MAGA extremists. They want civil war because they want an authoritarian government. They're fascists. They want Donald Trump to be a dictator. They want to kill LGBTQ people. They want to assault Anyone who's a liberal, they want to see them dead, the whole thing, January 6th, blah, 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 jerk me off some more. And we know as rational thinking Republicans or conservatives or even human beings or or rational thinking humans that, 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 that love the Constitution, love freedom, we know that we don't want violence in the street. We know that we don't want a civil war. No. Unfortunately, there are extremists that I would say on the right that would love a civil war, and and they and people talk about it, and that's fine. You can talk about whatever you want. Yep. I I obviously point. don't want that, nope. but It'd be the worst possible situation if we had a civil I, war. But I also believe, yeah, because it wouldn't last long, and no, I, I it, it, it wouldn't just it wouldn't last long, Alan. It's not like it was in the 1800s where no. Uh, it would take months for a foreign nation to get over here and form an attack because our one advantage against uh, an attack on our soil is the fact that we're so heavily armed and we can defend ourselves. And if we're fighting each other, that gives them the opportunity to come in and start taking advantage of that rather than us fighting against them. So it it puts us in so many different scenarios and it's, it's Americans killing Americans. Like think of how many, how many of your friends and family cut you off because of your political views and you don't have any ill will towards them. You don't, you think they're, you might think that they're idiots. You might think that they're, they're they, they should wake up, but you don't, you don't fucking hate them and you don't want them to die. Like, I don't feel that way about anybody that disagrees with me. And then all of a sudden this war, this, this becomes something kinetic. And now I'm sitting there and I, you have to, yeah, I'm, I, I'm choosing freedom and, 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 
America bef- over over everything else. And right. if you want to choose the other side, that sucks. That sucks. Right. That sucks. That's not something that I want to do, and it's not something that anybody should want to do. Um, as as much as as much as these people suck so much, and they're ev- they're truly evil. Um, but I I think that these evil people are going to face justice. I really do. I think there's so much to look forward to, um, and I I think we're going to get more and more information coming out. I think there there uh, there's going to be a lot of change in the not so distant future. It may take one or two, three, four, five years, but in our lifetime, there is going to be a shift in everything that's going on in this country and in the world, in my opinion, I truly believe this with every fiber of my body based on all the research that I've done and everything that I see happening. Um, it's easy to look at the negative. It's easy to feel really shitty about what's going on uh, and be suffering. Cause so many are, I get it. And this is why we started our show winning Wednesdays with Garrett, just to have a more of a, a positive outlook on life. And instead of focusing on the suck and everything that's going on and beating, beating the average American down. Um, so many people are hurting and what's going to happen if there's a food shortage, what's going to happen if, uh, the electricity goes out like in California, but across the country, um, you know, what's going to happen when the, if those scenarios do play out, which are clearly in the realm of possibility, especially when you have the media talking about blackouts and solar flares and all of these things happen, the internet going down, like what is going to happen? You have to really think about it. There and are parts should- in this country where if, you know, if, if the wind blows a certain way, the power's out. You know, it, it's it's wild. Um, I, all I could say is just pe- people just need to look at the big picture and realize that Republican, Democrat, we're Americans. And yes, there are people that you're never going to change their minds. They're just that they're the way they are on both sides, which whatever. Um, but as far as, you know, the whole violence in the streets that's not i think they're set, i think they're setting up americans like they, they didn't they're trying to reset up january 6th i really do think that they're, they're they're trying to pull that narrative so that they can use that we're violent extremists that we're domestic terrorists like this is something that they desperately want because they they need that narrative to clog up the news states uh they need to, to have a big bad big big bad boogeyman Inside the United States, this is what they do across across other countries when they do regime changes. They do it all the fucking time. This is nothing new. It's uh, such a it's such a joke. Like, wherever have you heard of one governor from one state taunting and calling out another governor from another state and challenging them to a debate? Gavin Newsom. Just oh, what did Gavin Newsom do? I saw I saw Ron DeSantis saying that Gavin Newsom's hair gel might be affecting his brain function. Be, because Gavin Newsom um, challenged him, DeSantis, to a debate. Meanwhile, he, like, yeah, like no, he, you, no, he didn't. I, yes, I, he, yes, he did. Yes, he did. I, I, I hope that that happens. I pray. I mean, first of all, there's what. First of all, it's 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 useless. Uh, you would think that they were both running for president, where, where he's where Gavin Newsom is completely trying, attempting to destroy. Not all, Gavin Newsom in the Florida way of life. I believe even Gavin Newsom. I saw something uh, last week or over the weekend that he has paid money. Gavin Newsom paid money for billboards 
in Florida. I wouldn't be spying. He's he's worth a lot of fucking money. Right. He's- so and and it's, it's just this is just the the nonsense. This this is what where people are focusing on, like Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis challenging Ron DeSantis to a debate. What? It would be amazing to watch. You, of you, course. You, you, uh, listen, I, I'd rather see a celebrity death match between the two. Would, to be honest, yeah, yeah. celebrity <laughs> boxing fight, like get a, on, on the Jake Paul yeah, Anderson yeah. Silva undercard, that would be amazing. Yeah, I see mean, Darch Gavin Newsom, but a vegan cuck. Again, Gavin Newsom's probably going to run for president as a dem- obviously for the Democrat nomination. Ron DeSantis, I don't think is going to. No. Um, I think. Uh, Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, I think he is poising himself for a 2024 run. There was some buzz about that, and he's been doing be some. Surprised. He's he's been doing some um, private events, uh, like private fundraiser dinners and stuff recently, and making appearances. He did one recently in the city in New York, and uh, I think you're going to see him run. Um, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. But I think it's gonna be very interesting come twenty twenty four on who's running and who's who's. But I think that's what's happening right now. We're seeing who's truly on Trump's side because the people that are getting raided, getting their devices taken from them, they're getting pressure. Like this is very di- dictator t- dictatorship style, and they're they're probably being pressured and threatened with other legal action. And they're trying to get them to speak. And we're going to find out who's really uh, fighting to save the Republican, who's just scared of the big bad establishment and is going to bend the knee and start speaking. Like, I guarantee some someone that, that got raided is going to write a book about their involvement and, and make a fuck ton of money off of it. And they're going to. They're going to say something to the newspaper totally un, un, uh, with no uh, evidence to back it, totally fabricated that they, like they always do. And they're going to sell a book and write a book about it. And it's going to be one of these people that was raided because they crumbled. And whether they were working with the establishment the entire time as a sleeper or whether they were uh, just bullied and didn't want to get bothered and they're a snitch. Yeah. Um, you know, it's both or, or what, what they can they, – obviously they, the goal for um, any type of law enforcement and investigation, if they have a group of people that they're looking at, is to see who is the weakest link. And by that is going through their past to see what can we what – what, what can we have as leverage? Oh, this person really screwed up on filing their taxes. Oh, let's hold that against them. Or this one back in whatever, you know, we can we could really – screw with these people in order to get somebody to talk. I mean, obviously intimidation tactics are, are common, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of these people are immune to it because I think a lot of these people don't have anything that they can do that with. But no, because, because of what's going on with the, the grandmaster of the Trump indictment, they can't do anything until after the midterms because they set a date. Um, but you can see they know that this is going to backfire against them. They know it won't work. And Donald Trump is calling it out right to their face. Did you see what he said on that show? Uh, oh, oh, the show, oh, the show about, you know, the yeah, old, yeah. We had an amazing, we had an amazing four years. You, you know, the old saying, a uh, prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich if they want to. I'm just asking mm-hmm. if a prosecutor and they indict you, would that deter you from running for president again? I don't think the people of the United States 
would stand for it. And as you know, if a thing like that happened, I would have no prohibition against running. You know that you've already. I do, and that's what I want people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena. It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not so. they will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. We went through phony impeachments. We went through phony Mueller reports that came out with no collusion. We, we came everything that they've done to try and stop progress. And on top of that, I did more than virtually any. You take a look with the biggest tax cuts, with the rebuilding of our military, with all of the things we've done. I don't think the people of this country would stand for it, especially, now, now, since, the, they know, especially you, since they know I'm totally innocent. You know. Now you're all in big, big trouble. So, so uh, they took that and, of course, spun it. Especially the the young Turks uh, did it, and a few others that that Donald Trump is threatening violence if he gets prosecuted. Oh yeah, of course. It's based I, off him saying people wouldn't stand for it, and there would be big problems. That's exactly what they're doing. This is uh, we knew that was going to happen, and this is what we're talking about when they're saying the media is trying to push the civil war the violence narrative they're trying like i truly believe that there's going to be a day that donald trump is arrested i think it's going to be a perp walk like they're going to do it like they did steve bannon and i don't think gonna, i don't i don't think it's going to be a perp walk i think he's going to be indicted and he'll go for his 32nd arraignment um i i don't i don't think oh, I, I think it's all optics i really do i think it's i think it's all optics alan i think they they want the shot that you know that meme that goes around with donald trump and uh, John Durham's head and yeah. Bell, and they're walking mm -hmm. out like Barry and, and Hillary and they're all in the handcuffs. It's a great fucking meme. And I think that they want that kind of. Of course they want out. it. They, they want it, but they're, they're going to have specific, they're going to have specific orders. And, and it would be, it would, it, it would be, it would blow up. And they know just like they admitted that Mar-a-Lago, the raid blew up in their face. They know yeah. that a perp walk would blow up in their face. They he'll know. get, he'll get an indictment and he'll, he'll have to, he'll get summoned. He'll go with his attorneys and go and sit in at his 32nd arraignment. And then the trial will begin. Maybe. Oh, I, 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 I agree that that's, that's going to happen, but I, I, I think that they're going to go more for optics. They, cause they know that they're not going to win any trial. Like, like even the guy says, well, it's uh, all going to be for optics. Of course. I mean, that that's, they want the indictment, but I think you know. I, Perp walk is what they what they really want. Just like they're not they, going to get it. They're not going to get a perp walk. Just like they raided Roger Stone at fucking six in the right, morning. But Roger Stone wasn't Donald Trump. And CNN was there before the FBI was. Like, yes, yeah, because I, they were pissed off by. Was, yep. I know Roger Stone is 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 not Don, Donald Trump, but he's still a very high profile political figure. Yeah. And, and and the fact the fact that, that that even happened is ridiculous. And the fact that this is happening to Donald Trump, I wouldn't put put anything past these crazy people. I really wouldn't. They don't care. All they care about is the optics, the way that they could spin the narrative and spin it to the American people. Because guess what? People are going to need to. If Donald Trump gets raided and he's getting perped walked, and it's going to be all over so all over the mainstream media. Guess what? They're going to get tons of ratings, which they haven't gotten fucking forever. They're dying to get Donald Trump in the news because they have no ratings. Nobody is watching it. Was the the ratings generator but the bottom line is they know 
they know, the powers that be on the left know that if that happens, it will blow up in their face, just like they didn't they didn't anticipate Mar-a-Lago blowing up like it did. It'll blow well, up they, in their they, face. They, they did not think it was going to go this way. They thought they had a lot more support, and I think that— and, it's showing how how wrong that they actually are and how off base that they actually are and people are being deprogrammed. They really are. It's happening right in front of our eyes. Um, you know, we've been programmed since we were little kids, Alan, about right. everything. And you have to be deprogrammed to see through the programming. And it's happening right in front of our eyes. So many people are waking up on a daily basis. Like every, like I'm talking to my neighbor about this stuff. Like it's it's so wild to see how many people are starting to understand the corruption and starting to understand that things are going aren't supposed to be going this way, and it, it should be better. Um, and they're 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 blaming these corrupt establishments. They're blaming the they're like, why is the FBI doing this? Why is Hunter Biden walking free? Like it's so pol polarized. Like if it was some it was some small little like tax evasion with Hunter Biden, it, 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 you can maybe say, oh, it's because it's tax evasion. Donald Trump is hiding classified information, even though Bill Clinton and Obama still have classified information that they still have yet to turn over from their presidencies. That's a whole nother story. But right. They'd be able to spin that narrative. Hunter Biden is literally doing crack cocaine yep. and 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 banging Russian whores and sending ten percent of the big guy and working with these Ukraine oil companies and doing all these shady business deals behind the scenes, and he's walking free and totally fine. Yet they're raiding Baron Trump's room. They're going yep. through his shit. It makes no fucking sense. So people are seeing this. They're like, wait, wait, wait. How come Hunter Biden is not being raided and gone through his shit after all the things that we know are real now, like 100% real? Did you see? Did you see what Senator Ron Johnson did about the uh, the Hunter Biden laptop and called out his colleagues? It was fucking epic. Did you see this? No. The day or two after Senator Grassley and I issued our report, based on U.S. documents, interviews with U.S. persons. Our now committee chairman, who's then committee ranking member, issued a press release, said Peter's widened response to a Republican effort to amplify Russian disinformation. He said, I generated a partisan political report that is rooted in Russian disinformation. Mr. Chairman, do you want to retract <laughs> the false allegation now? Now that we know that the Hunter Biden laptop is accurate, that there has not been one scintilla of information provided in Senator Grassley's and my report that has ever been refuted. It was 100% accurate. And yet you, as ranking member of the committee, accused me repeatedly of soliciting and sending Russian disinformation. Do you want to retract your false allegation here that you should in your press release on September 23rd? Um, no, let's just focus on what we're trying to... Well, I'm focusing oh, on this oh. because <laughs> this is exactly the type of harm we can do to our political process when you have these big tech companies engaging in political debate, censoring one side of the political spectrum and amplifying the false allegations of another side. Right. It's amazing to see. Like they're like, they're, they, they got the receipts. Yeah. They're, they're like, hey, uh, remember when you said this and uh, repeatedly accused me of peddling disinformation? Well, suck it, you piece of shit. Suck it. <clears throat> uh, so I, I, I want to interrupt uh a regular in uh a regular in my chat uh diane she uh she actually she she put two things um but i, I so apparently apparently a democrat sheriff in texas 
is opening a criminal investigation into Governor Ron DeSantis's operation to fly roughly 50 Venezuelan migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard last week. Did it's you just, see his response? Yes, yes, yes. So he res he responded with a a screenshot of like he didn't give a statement. No, he, he, he was, a statement. I have the statement. It might have been. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we I don't know if we're talking about the same story. Well, uh, well, no, because uh, he, he's he's calling out all these people for how they want to be sanctuary cities and how. No, they no, no. This is this is literally uh, just a, a sheriff in Texas. He re they requested a a uh, they requested a a comment. This broke at uh, seven thirty p.m. Uh, actually, so it, it might be their time, but um, I'm in New York. But they sent the screenshot just uh, with this, with a screenshot of a story that this sheriff was quoted saying Biden isn't handling the border crisis uh, properly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What matters is that this Democrat sheriff in Texas is now looking to, for optics, political optics, he's a Democrat. Always, always oh, is. Let me, oh, because this is great. For all, all the all the mainstream uh, news media outlets to carry, that the, a sheriff is opening up a criminal investigation against Ron DeSantis. This this is a uh, hold on. It's um, give me one second here. Here, um, Bexar County Sheriff Javier Salazar announced at a news conference Monday that his office is investigating whether the migrants were the victims of a crime saying they were lured under false pretenses. Many migrants said they agreed to fly from San Antonio to the Massachusetts Island after being promised jobs, but there was no work waiting. I believe people need to help be held accountable for, for it to the extent possible, Salazar said. At this point, I am not able to definitively say, here's the statute that they broke, either federal, state, or local, but what I can tell you is it's wrong just from a human rights perspective. DeSantis took responsibility for the two char charter flights, saying they were part of a state program to relocate migrants from Florida, although the group of Venezuelans was in San Antonio. Salazar, who was a Democrat, called the flights little more than a video op, uh, but he didn't name DeSantis in that. So, again, just more political nonsense. Here you go. Look at me. DeSantis was calling all these cucks out. And Jolly Roger, uh, we talked about that last week about the Illinois passing a bill that is like straight. It was on Friday we talked about it where they can. Yeah, the cashless bail and all that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So go check out that episode. But this is what Ron DeSantis was, was saying about these people who are now filing charges, these Democrats and Martha's Vineyard and other governors and Nancy Pelosi and all. Everybody is saying what he's doing is is evil and human trafficking and this, that, yeah. and the other. So listen to what he responded. And all those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden – go berserk and they're so upset that this is happening and it just shows you you know their virtue signaling is a fraud okay they they are supporting policies that are just frankly indefensible it is not defensible for a superpower to not have any control 
over the territory of its country, over the borders of its country. And he inherited a situation where you didn't have this happening. And yes, we needed to build the wall. There was more that we needed to do. He reversed the Trump policies, knowing what would end up happening. And you know, one of the reasons why we want to transport because we obviously it's expensive if people are coming here. You got to it taxes social services and all these other things. And so if we can do in a sanctuary, well, then the chance that they come to Florida goes down dramatically. But it is also the case that, you know, every community in America should be sharing in the burdens and shouldn't all fall on a handful of red states. And so they're now doing it. Now they have to decide, OK, this is a policy you've supported to have an open border. You don't like it as much when you get just a small, small, small amount compared to what these folks have dealt with in the in Texas and in other states. And of course, we are just at one state that everybody wants to come to. Yes, we see Americans mm -hmm. moving here in record numbers, people visiting here. We were the number one state for foreign tourism by far in 2021 for all U.S. tourism. But even people across the border, there's a lot that say they want to come to Florida. So our message is: I wish I moved to Florida every a day. Sanctuary state. Uh, we don't have benefits or, or I any want of that heat all year round. Jurisdictions, and that would be better. Now, what would be the best is for Biden to do his damn job and secure the border. Yeah, that's 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 what needs to get done. Kamala Harris, the border is secure. The border is secure. What a we did it. We, we did, did it. it, Joe. So it's uh, the, I got another another thing sent to me in the chat from Diane again. It's an interesting interesting story out of North Dakota. Um man admits to killing teen after political dispute in Foster County in North Dakota. Apparently, this was on Sunday morning. Uh, Forza County deputies were called to a fatal hit and run that happened in an alleyway near Johnson Street and Jones Avenue in McHenry, North Dakota. 41-year-old Shannon Brandt called 911 to report that he had hit a pedestrian because he was threatening him. Brandt told state radio that the pedestrian was part of a Republican extremist group and that he was afraid they were coming to get him. The pedestrian has been identified in a GoFundMe page as 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson. After visiting the scene where the incident happened, deputies went to Brandt's house in Glenfield, North Dakota, which is about 12 minutes from the crash scene. Brandt admitted to consuming alcohol before the incident and stated he hit Ellingson with his car because he had a political argument with him. Brandt also admitted to deputies that he initially left the crash scene, then returned to call 911. So, I mean, here you go. So now if you're – you have to be careful, people, because if people view you – as a Republican extremist, now, I, I, this article that I'm seeing that was just sent in my chat is from the Valley News Live, which is a North, a North Dakota Local outlet. outlet. I'm wondering if this now is going to be national news. I haven't Googled it, but... I doubt it. I doubt it. I'll Google now, it. Right now. now, imagine it's uh, put in... Uh, just type it. Type in the name North Dakota. If, if, no, no, no. Uh, Shannon S H A N N O N Brandt B R A N D T. That's the forty-one-year-old that ran this kid over, and see if it pops on any mainstream media outlets. 
because uh informed k-a-y-f-i-y-r and um no no mainstream media go for sports nope it's hit and run wait okay it there's nope very very limited and nope nothing there's no nothing there's There's nothing on mainstream media only local papers hit this now well you did you everybody yep only local. I'm looking Jason at the values live and, right and now. Diane, thanks for sending this to me. You're always great. So, so now, if this was a Democrat who was run over by a Republican after a crimin after a argument, and that Republican said, "Oh well, he was a Democrat extremist," this would be all over. CNN, NBC, ABC, everywhere you can imagine, this would be everywhere saying, look, Republicans are running over Democrats in the street over their political ideologies. Everywhere. Well, just like the the Wisconsin Christmas parade, it disappeared really quickly. Did you hear about the ha- the story that happened in San Diego where the illegal immigrant cut some woman's head off in front of her daughter and her son with a samurai sword in the middle of the fucking street? Was that? A, no. I don't think that was San Diego. I think that was like in the middle, like like that was like Silicon no, I, Valley, like in the, almost like Beverly Hills. San, I think it was San Diego. Really? Uh, I think it was San Diego. Yeah, some some illegal immigrant. Uh, samurai sword killing. Let's see what comes up. Um, man charges killing his child's mother with sword. Uh, yes, yeah, San Diego. San Diego. Yep. Samurai sword killing admitted by Pine Valley neighbor. Um, yep. Right, but you know, and, and that's yeah, and and of course, it's not going to be on mainstream. If it's on mainstream media, it's just going to be about the killing. Not about his illegal immigrant status. Nope. But nope. Th- but now if uh, cut off her head, chopped her head yeah. off, decapitated, decapitated. I mean, maybe the meatloaf wasn't done right. It was. Just, I mean, I, I don't know. That's horrible. But uh, crimes against Republicans violent assault whatever it is will, will not make the mainstream media but god forbid there's an argument that's politically driven and a republican happens to get into a fight and a democrat is hurt that will be on every every station every 247 247 um it, it's it's really, it's really odd to me, um, and I, I, I always go back. I always go back because I don't know if you've ever read *Art of the Deal*, Alan. Um, but I always go back to that book and uh, check it out because Donald this Trump. One? Uh, this one. Yep, that one. I, I not only read it. Oh yeah, you yeah you fucking cocksucker! <laughs> I want to come to your house and beat you up for it. But it's signed in gold. <laughs> Um, yeah, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um, so you read that book and you see how he talks about the ice rink and how he talks about multiple government projects, the Hyatt. Oh, yeah. Um, and how he literally blows up 
all of what they're doing and how it takes a really long time. And he comes in and gets it done. The constant saying in the book was uh, un, uh, under budget and uh, before before uh, deadline. Yeah, was constantly something that he said under budget and before deadline always, and he always got it done. And then you see the border wall situation. And he figured out ways to get the funding and get it done. But he left like a very small chunk left. Not a lot in comparison to, to how much he had gotten done. And uh, I have a hard time believing, knowing the man Donald Trump is and how he gets things done, left the border open or like just left it open because he couldn't finish it. I, I really do. Uh, the way he's been as a builder, looking at his resume. And it's a lot then- different, though. It's not government building. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I also go back to the other things that I talk about constantly about how we had to see these things unfold. Hindsight's 2020. And he, like Afghanistan, he could have pulled our troops out before uh, he left office if he wanted to. He could have finished the border. Now, now, now the American people are seeing the policies that actually affect our country. And this is this is something that's waking people up on at record numbers. The Martha's Vineyard thing is waking people up. Like even the most staunch liberals are like arguing with each other. Like the Karens yeah. are going at each other, and and it's amazing to see. So unfortunately, I think it had to be this way to show the American public. We can't tell them. Like we've been telling people that the border is a disaster for decades. Like all these crazy people. Donald Trump has been MS-13. They, they, they misquote him all the time to say that he says all Mexicans are rapists and murderers. Like he, he's talking about MS-13. They do this right. all of the time. So now people see it firsthand. They're like, holy shit, this is really bad. Like we need to close up. We need to fix this. Mm-hmm. And these are all things that had to be seen by the American public, unfortunately. Because I've been telling people for decades, dude, how corrupt the elections are, how corrupt our government. No one believes you. Now they see it. They're like, wait a second. Holy shit, James, you're right. But nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And I love hearing that. Okay, cool. At least you see it. I'm glad that you see it. Because if on the off chance that something does happen, you're not going to be flipping out, being pissed off. You're going to be excited like, holy shit, we did it. Yeah. And you're going to probably jump on the bandwagon saying, I knew it was happening the whole time. I never doubted it, guys. Nope. Uh, I, I, I will be one of the people that says I'm very surprised something happened. Well, just like you were one of the people saying that I'm very surprised that this is happening in this country, Alan. Um, and and I, I really think that these people are going to face justice and it's going to be exposed. And it's the wheels of justice turn very slowly and, and things are happening very, very slowly. And for me personally, I would love for it to be sped up 100 percent, 1000 percent. I would love for things to happen right now. But we always go back to it. If they arrested everybody today. Who where are they getting tried? Can't go to D.C.? Yeah, that's where they're gonna go. Well, that's well. You have to. You have to allow. If they if they uncover treasonous activity to the American public, those things can change. Those things can legally can change by the rule of law. That can change. So uh, it's not something that's out of the realm of possibility because of how the law is written. So I guess it all depends on who's holding the magic stick. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, Alan, I 100% agree. But I, I do think. That it's going to happen in our lifetime. I, I really do. Um, the there's so much hope, and I've gone through so much misery. And I I, I literally told my father. I told the story all the time. And when I was 19, I told my father I was going to bail and go to Costa Rica and live off the land and like just chill and surf every day um, because I don't want to be here where they're going to force vaccinate us and put us in FEMA camps. It's 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 disgust, disgusting. And they're yeah. eating themselves alive. Like even 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 uh, CSNBC is calling out the inflation. Uh, there's so much. There's Everybody. so much. 
there, yeah, there, 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 the, there's a new station that's talking about the organ paid, the people that are getting organ transplants that got vaccinated, their bodies are rejecting the organ transplants, even if the blood types match, it's rejecting it. How uh, about the young people that are dying and they're doing autopsies and they're finding these weird coagulated clots that are all fucking oh, weird? Yeah. Well, Alan, you have it's 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 very, very wild what's going on. It's but that sudden death syndrome's a bitch when you just suddenly die at 30 years old. Well, do you see the guy? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end with this. Um because people are waking up at record numbers, even the Vax people. I don't know if you saw this. And this is only a portion of the clip. Um, he he did a whole video about it, and I couldn't find the whole video. I found the portion. But this is this is really cool to see. And uh, as much as he probably flipped out on the unvaxxed, uh, he's starting to understand that he was wrong. And I give him a lot of credit for coming out and apologizing. So to all the unvaxxed. I'm going to start the train and say, I'm sorry. I've. All right, I'm going to try and do this without. So he crying. did that whole video apologizing, and this is someone's reaction. Um, and I he's would watching just like the reaction. To say thank you, sir, for your apology. Um, through all of this bullshit with COVID, <clears throat> I've lost friends of over a decade. Uh, family has chosen to stop speaking to me. My mother couldn't be present for the birth of my daughter. And for someone who doesn't get apologies very often, this means a lot. And I probably won't hear an apology from the people who, quite frankly, I think owe me one. So, thank you. Thank you very much. And it's really cool to see. I'm 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 confused. So he, he got he got jabbed. He got and he was very critical. He was very of the unjabbed. Yeah, he was like okay. you need to get vaccinated. He was trying to force people to get vaccinated, and he was yelling at the people that weren't and cut off people that 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 didn't get vaccinated. And he got realized it. he was wrong, and he made this really heartfelt apology. And that was her response to his apology. Um, and there's so many Americans that are feeling that because they, I have no family members and friends that I've lost because of these situations. Um, everybody has that going on in their life. And, um, guess what motherfuckers, we were right the whole entire time. Just for the record, I think apologies are fucking stupid. Oh, well, Alan, you're a heartless piece of shit. First of all, nobody owes her an apology. No, no, no one owes, no one owes anybody anything. A hundred percent. But it's the whole point. You're getting away from the point, Alan. The point is that people are waking up and there are people that are hurting and and agreed when they see things like that. It goes. It helps people a lot, like small little gestures like that will help so many millions of Americans that are going through the suck. And it's it's really cool to see. And I give the guy a lot of respect. And I'm not saying she deserves an apology, but at the same time, it's a, a really a really cool story. And I just like to tell people all the time. What's the kind of person to say a toad or so? You know what? A told us so. A fucking a told us so. Yeah, I guess if people want to be nice to each other and apologize, it's fine. I'm so, not moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot to move me. Bing bong. Exactly. That's pretty much my you. attitude. This is why we love you, Alan. You're a cold-hearted piece of shit. But we're at a 510 already, and we're going over our time uh, on the Patreon. Yeah, we got to go.
So we gotta we gotta run out. So shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams, number one topical in the game, 21 time cannabis, a couple award winning. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA or great seventeen seventy six. Uh the chat was wild today. It was a lot of fun. Glad everybody joined. Shout out to pa- my Patriot Cigar. If you're a cigar smoker, go to my Patriot Cigar. Dot com. There's the chat. Uh, go to mypagecigar.com and pick up yours today. Code WPRUSA for 15% off. They're unbelievable cigars. I'll have mine this week. You'll be getting my full re- review uh, of all four of these nice little sticks that we see here. The Hellfire, the TNT, the Mark 48, and the Moab. Really excited to get my hands on those. Go to mypagecigars.com, 15% off. Code WPRUSA. Serious. And just so, hold on really quick. I got to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Really quick. I just, 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 uh, just people have to understand, like, because again, I, I hate advertising and stuff like that, but I, I, these aren't just like, I, I, I'm so proud of these cigars because it took me, I'm, I smoked my first cigar at 18 years old and it took me so long to figure out how I wanted to do this. And the time came that I wanted to start a cigar company and I just didn't go out and mass produce cigars to just to sell them. Like I, yeah, and, right. I and now Excuse excuse the language out there for the people that get offended, but I am a cigar cunt. Like when it comes to oh, cigars, he, 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 he if you I, if you if you're an avid listener of our show, you see that Alan is smoking cigars while I'm smoking weed. Like <laughs> that's what like, we do on this show, and he's a big big time cigar cigar yeah. smoker. And uh, I'm, that's why I'm very excited because he's got a Nick, Nick my co-host is a big on our Tuesday show is a big cigar smoker as well. So I'm excited for him to try some as well. He goes to a uh, cigar club all the time to smoke, just to smoke cigars. Make um, sure you give him some. He needs to smoke. Oh, I, will. I, I definitely will. I'm definitely going to send him some. Um, uh, and then they got the salon. So they'll probably just put stuff in the salon just to advertise it right in the salon. Um as gift boxes for Christmas and things like that for all the mothers that come in, all the wives, because he just does girls' hair like a, a queer. It's uh, <laughs> Nick for you. Oh, well, what's cool is those women can go to the website and buy gift cards for their husbands to buy cigars. Absolutely, there we and go. And with every <laughs> box of cigar that you, every box of cigars that you buy, you get a ten dollar e gift card. You get free shipping, all orders over a hundred dollars. So, and Alan, yeah. Alan, real quick, real quick. Out of the four that you have available right now, and I know you have more in store. I've been talking to you. There's more coming out. But as of, as of right now, the four that are available, which one's your favorite? You're the big the, the the Mark Forty Eight Torpedo is my favorite. It's really it's a it's a real medium smoke. It's like, and if you're a coffee drinker like I am, I don't like drinking alcohol in my cigars. It it, it pairs unbelievable with coffee. It's like creamy. It just it, it's unbelievable. And then my second is the Moab which is a little bit more of a fuller flavor, but uh, like it's a Maduro darker wrapper. That's my second. And then I'd have to go uh, the Hellfire, which is a Maduro, but it's got a lot more flavor because it's smaller than the Moab and it has a lot more kick and spiciness to it. And then the TNT comes in fourth. And then I'm already thinking of, uh, of which one might get discontinued or adding a fifth one. So I got all kinds of crazy stuff going on in my head in cigar world. Absolutely. No, I'm excited to see what happens with My Patriot Cigars. I'm excited to get my hands on them. So go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Get yours today. Uh, can't forget Sirius CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. Go to Sirius-CBD.com. Uh, oh, Freddie Durf comes in. This show sucks. Fuck you. Uh, nice. nice. Thanks, Freddie Durf. Probably well, doesn't suck as good as your mommy, though. Oh, she probably sucks. Mean, mean I bet she does. I bet she does. I bet oh. she sucks a good derf. All right, we got to go. 
Or go to serious-cbd.com before I got rudely interrupted by this cocksucker, Freddie. Derf, Frank, derf, derf. Frank Durf. Real tough guy. Shout out to Frank Durf. (laughs) We'd love to have you. We hope you come and join us again, Frank Durf. We'd love to have you on the show anytime. Come and hang out with us. Uh, So go to serious-cbd.com. Get the number one CBD on the planet. Can't can't forget those guys. We really appreciate everybody that listened. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. Peace.